0: All right. Good evening, everybody. Yes, Tihil, Tihil and Parak Aleph tonight. Wow. Number one. It was uh, it was by request. Somebody asked me if we could do Tihil and peric Aleph, and so. I said, sure, we'll do Till and let's go. So uh, so we'll take requests. Okay, we have sponsors this week. And so um, all of the learning this month is sponsored by Moshe Neva Kesselman, B'shoshua Chayalim, protecting Am Yisrael. And then this week's learning specifically is sponsored by uh, David and Alana Singer, in memory of David's mother, Celia Singer, Harmanet um, Siro Bas Harav Eliyahu, by Ben and Barbara Selsky, in honor of Teferit and Leva's birthdays and Rav Shlomo Bina's anniversary, with so much love. Uh, by David and Helene Brenner in merit and protection of Tovi Ruvein ben Chaya Hadasa. Uh, by Zev and Jodi Stender um, for the Rofu Shlomo of Figo Golda Bas Tova. By the Schultz and Rosen families in memory of uh, Raviza Bas Itamar Zechrona By Tova Domenich in memory of Tova's father Melva Stern Zechrona Levracha Moshe Liazar ben David. And by Sandra Hersko, in memory of her husband, Gabrielle Hersko, Zichrona Lebracha, Rafael Tzvi Ben Yaakov Nechemya, Zichrona Lebracha. Oh, also, I, um, did, no, I did this one already. Um, so uh, I pray that our uh, learning and our tefillah should serve, should serve as a uh, protective um, measure for, uh, for our chayalim. Uh, should serve L'Refua for those that we mentioned, as well as all of Chol Yisra'el. And uh, also should serve L'Zechus uh, for the uh, Smachot and for the celebrations. Okay, so um, t- tonight, Tehillim, Perek Aleph. Uh, so um, what we'll do is what we usually do. We will read the Perek of Tehillim. Um, and we'll translate it quickly and then we'll move the words of the Rishonim and the Achronim again, our ultimate goal is twofold is to to learn, to learn Torah together to uh, enhance ourselves but also, secondarily, to enhance our Tfilos, because uh, we could say Tehillim Perak Aleph which we will do at the end and uh, hopefully be able to say, say it in with more understanding Kavanah in elevated fashion Ready everybody? Tehillim Perak Aleph here we go. David Melech writes: Praiseworthy is the man who does not walk in the ways of the wicked, does not follow the paths of the sinners, and does not uh, um, um, does not sit in the in the the sitting of the the sim Late sim are like scoffers, I guess you'd say it in English. We'll see in the Rishonim and Nachronim exactly what that means and who it's talking about, but that's I think that's a literal translation. Key except but rather in the Torah of God, He is His desire, and He learns Torah day and night. And He'll be like a tree planted on springs of water, a that gives fruit in its right time, and its leaves do not wither. And everything He does is successful. Which is not true of the wicked. They are blown away like the chaff that the wind blows away al Cain therefore the wicked will not stand in judgment nor the sinners in the in the congregation of the righteous because God knows the paths of the righteous and the path of the wicked will be lost and so if we had to summarize quick you know a topic sentence praiseworthy are the righteous because the righteous will endure and the wicked will wither is that Fair summary of the sentence. Thumbs up. Excellent. Great. Now let's move into the words of the Rishonim and the Akronim, Try to add a deeper understanding to each of the parts of the Tehillim. And hopefully, like I said, enhance our filos overall. Before we uh, start, uh, we learned a few times. Um, I don't remember when it was. Uh, I remember it was last week, two weeks ago, three weeks ago. I... I, I, I uh, in general, I, I wouldn't be able to keep it straight, even in, like, you know, normal uh, times. Um, but we learned, when we learned Tehillim Perek Chovdalid, which is Hashem Roi Lo Echzar, that uh, Ibn Ezra said that he thought that that Perek of Tehillim was Michubad. I don't know if you remember that, but the Ibn Ezra said that he thought that Tehillim Chovdalid was Michubad. It was a, um, uh, an honorable Perak of Tehillim. Honorable is not the right word. It was a uh, prestigious, it was... A, I don't know. Better than the others. Ibn Ezra likes Tehill and Perek Kov Dalet. The Radak like Tehill and Perak Aleph. Because if you look in the Radak, I gave you over here, the Radak writes, uh, first he writes, Milas Ashrei Hula Olam Balashon rabim. Okay, first thing he writes is that the word ash-ray means it means, I translate it as praiseworthy, which is, um, we'll see, you know, but, but the Radak writes that Ashrei is always in the plural. You cannot say Ashrei in the singular. I don't even know what the word would be. Um... Osher, share, but it's a but Osher is um is a noun. It's not a uh, it's not an adjective. Do you understand that? It's Osher with an aleph is like um, it's not wealth. That would you know it's uh it happy? it's what it happy? happy yeah happy right. Yeah. But that you use that as like um as as a noun as not as an adjective. That's what the Radak is saying. He's saying that as an adjective. Osher is always in the plural. But why is that true? This is the is interesting. You can't use the word Asher to describe one good thing. If you're using the word Asher, it has to describe a, a gestalt, a whole. You know, um, I don't know if you guys remember this. Uh, maybe you do. Maybe you don't. But um, it was a made-up word that uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. taught to uh, Tom Cruise in that football movie. What was that football movie called? Um, what? Whatever it was, right? He said he was looking for the qua. That was the made-up word that uh, that that he used. Okay, okay, fine, whatever. Okay, these things you remember. It's okay, right? It's a made-up word. It means like the whole package. It means like I'm looking for the whole thing. It's not a real word. Then you won't find it in the dictionary. Or maybe 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 you probably not, you might already you know at this point, right? But it means like the whole package. It's not like one thing. I've got like the whole package. The Radak says that if you use Ashray, it's talking about the whole package. You don't use ashray because somebody closed a good business deal. You wouldn't say ashray you, know, ashray, you know, praiseworthy are you? You you closed a good business deal. Or even if let's pick something that's um, that's more on uh, on the spiritual side. You know, uh, somebody said a good Tefillah. I don't know, right? You wouldn't say ashray if somebody said one good Tefillah. There, are the, To use the word ashray, it's it's the it's the whole package. It's got to be more. Well, he doesn't say the whole package. It's more than one thing. It's it's like a, a you know a, a whole group of things that all come together. It's all amazing that's ashray, it's like, whoa, well, whoa, it's like really, really great. It's not one thing, it's a whole group of things that all comes together, that's, uh, that's ashray. Then the Radak says, and this is what I was getting at before, mizmor me'od svarbo. and this is a very special paragraph of Tehillim, and that's why it's the first one, that's what the Radak says. This is a very special paragraph of Tehillim, and that's why it's number one in the, in the, in the book. Okay, good. Now, if you look in the Malbim, um, the the Malbim writes again, picking up on what we were just learning from the Radak. The Radak said that ashray is for like a, a collection of good things that all come together, you could say ashray. But you look in the Malbim, and this is why I love Malbim, because he's Full of this kind of stuff Right del bein meushar U What's the difference Between the shoresh um, asher Alef shin resh, Right Which we said was Happy, successful But also matzliach Right Like hatzlacha Which also can mean success So what's the difference Between the two Why would you use asher And why would you use um, matzliach hu Bechaye ho olam hazeh You would use hatzlacha If you were talking About physicality Somebody closed A good business deal you would say they were matzliach. you would not say that they are mi'ushar. that's what uh, that's what the Malbim is saying if you're talking about something which is physical you use you use and if somebody does something that gives them spiritual success, then you would use the word meushar. So somebody has a good tefillah, they are meushar. Somebody closes a good business deal, they are matzliach. Yeah? we explain why we use the word matzliach more than we use the word meushar. Right? Can you say meushar like that today in Hebrew? Can you use that in modern Hebrew? I don't even know. Right? For somebody who's successful, I don't know. It's okay. Whatever. Um, I'm going to the old pond tomorrow. I'll ask. The, true story. I really am. I didn't make that up. The, (laughs) Okay, and now the Malbim says that when you look at people, we strive to achieve shleimus, completion, wholeness, um, in three different realms. There's shleimus akinyan. There is um, uh, completeness. There's got to be a better word for that. Fulfillment, perfection. I don't know to be whole and complete, right? Um, in terms of kinyan, that means in terms of the physicality, the stuff that we have, right? So uh, um, that's that's realm number one. Realm number two, shleimut ha'guf, the 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 fulfillment, completion, perfection of the body, right? That would be like a health kind of uh, kind of construct, right? Three shleimus nefesh the completeness, the fullness, the fulfillment of the soul. Lachain, so three different realms, right? Um, uh, wealth, uh, health, and uh, and spirituality. Three three different realms. Did he leave anything out? We're good with his three categories. Good. It seems like we're good with it. Lachain, therefore, bi'er shemidaber po me'asher ha'ish. And now, if we look back at the Tehillim, David HaMelech says, Ashrei Ha'ish, right? That uh, that fulfilled, uh, happy, praiseworthy is the man. What does it mean? Ha'osher ha'myuchad el ha'ish. We are talking about the fulfillment which is specific to ish. Fulfillment which is specific to people. The ha'adam mitzad shahu adam. From the fact that we are people in what distinguishes us and makes us different... From animals, so it's not just something that we have. What happened? Is there a question? I'm sorry. The three: is physical, spiritual, and. What physical, spiritual and well- fi- well physical there's two different yeah there's 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 Bikinyan meaning the stuff that we own my clothing my uh my car my my house right the stuff that I own that is a physical category right but health is also a physical category right and that's the second body right you know um f- perfection of the body yeah that's different than uh, perfection of uh you know bottled water or you know something they might go hand in hand and whatever but uh you know but that's right so it's two it's two physical realms and then a spiritual realm and the truth is it's a good question because what the what the mom is saying right now what i was just in the middle of saying is that those first two realms possessions and and the body we share with other living beings right we seek physical stuff so we seek clothing or cars or houses, or food, right, all that. Animals do that too. Maybe not the same kinds of things that we look for, clothing and cars, but, um, but, but food, right, and shelter for sure, right? Animals seek out that as well, right? Animals also um, seek out health maybe differently than we do uh, you know i don't know that uh, they, they go to the gym the same way that we do but but if we're talking about slamos of the goof meaning perfection of the body there are many animals that are faster than we are that are stronger than we are that can see better than we can so if we're talking about like perfection of of muscles animals muscles are 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 maybe even better than ours in many in many different ways right and the the Malbim lists a few examples you know like in terms of vision perfection of vision if you're looking at vision in the world and you're looking for perfection of vision it's not going to be with people right there are birds um Owls are not birds, right? That's why, so you have to distinguish. Is that correct? Are they birds? I don't know. Chaim would tell me. My eight-year-old is very uh, particular about animals. Um, uh, it's okay, right? You know, whatever they see a lot better than we do, they could also move a lot faster than we can. There's animals that are much, much stronger than, than, than we are. So if we're talking about perfection of the body, we don't have it. We don't have it. I mean, we, we're supposed to be healthy, but in terms of like, you know, perfection, right? Um, we could do the best we can. There is better right? And the same thing is true also in terms of our possessions, right? That we work hard to get what we, what we can. There's animals who work Hard, maybe not as hard. I don't know. Different animals, different things, right? To get what they can. It's the same thing. But what is specific to man that the other living entities in the world do not have is the third category, the fulfillment in in a spiritual sense, the 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 osher ha right? Is strictly a human category. And so, in David Amelach, this is what the Malvin is saying. When David Amelach says Ashrei ish, right? That um, that there's osher that belongs to man. He's talking about the spiritual Osher. The Osher that is specifically human. The fulfillment that is specifically human and we don't share it with anybody else because we're the only ones who can achieve this kind of fulfillment. It's talking about spiritual fulfillment. And so Ashrei Ha'ish, the Malbim says, is a cue. David HaMelech is trying to, to indicate to us that what's coming next, the rest of the, the paragraph, is going to be all about um, spirituality. Right? Because it's Ashrei haish so the word ashray can be used like the radak said to describe success in a number of different areas that all come together but if you're looking for ashray haish what's fulfillment a praiseworthy specifically in humanity as opposed to anything else you're looking at the realm of spirituality that's where that's where we're looking Good. so ashray haish so what is this praiseworthiness of man Asher is if he does not, or if he if he Asher lo does not halach ba'atzas rishayim u'bederechateim lo amad u'bimoshav leitzim lo yashav. If he doesn't walk in the ways of the wicked, he doesn't go stand in the 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 path of the sinners, and he doesn't sit with the scoffers. Now I'll just tip our hand here a little bit. You'll notice in this. Um, in this um, sentence we could have suggested that's all the same thing right what what is david ben saying what 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 gives you the o share of spirituality don't do the wicked stuff right that's, right it's all it's all the same thing but we won't say that that's not how we learn here right so you'll notice that there's three different groups of people here in this Pasuk. right who are they there are the rishaim the chataim and the Leitzim. so who are the rishaim who are the Chateim and who are the Leitzim? Now, before we answer that, you'll also notice that there's different verbs. Yeah, when it comes to the Rishaim, what do you not want to do? Mm-hmm. Halach, lo halach, right? Oh no, we're going to get to that in one second. You're, you're right, but that's not a verb, right? That's not, we're going to get to that in one second. <laughs> okay. okay, so right, what, right the Rishaim? You don't want to walk. Halach is the verb, right? And what specifically do you not want to walk? You don't want to walk in there. What do the Rishayim have? They have an etzah. They have a, a, a plan, an advice, right? See, Does everyone see what happens here? There's Rishayim. The risha'im, they have an etzah. And what is the righteous person supposed to do? He's supposed to not walk in the advice of the Rishayim. Does everybody see that? Yes? Let's go to the next group. Next there are Chataim. What do the Chataim have? They have a Derech. They don't have an Etzah. They have a Derech. They have a path. And what do you, as the righteous person, want to avoid? You want to avoid Amad, Amida, standing in the path of the Chataim. Is, there, is, is this all making sense? We yeah. have to explain all of these things. We haven't explained them yet. I'm just showing you, right, the, the structure of the sentence. And yeah, then... The, the Amad is by the Leitzim. The Amad oh, oh, is oh, by the rishaim. I'm sorry, you uh, right? yeah, Okay, good, good, good. And then finally, the third group, it's good, it's good. Uvi the third group, sorry, are the late Sim, And they have a moshav, And you don't want to live in that moshav. Right, you low your shav. What? You don't want to sit in it. You don't want to sit in it. Correct. Correct. You don't want to sit in the moshav of the late sim. Okay. So let's let's review what we just did. Hopefully that wasn't too confusing. I thought I was doing that in a good way, but whatever. You know, maybe it was confusing. Let's let's just review what we've got. We have three groups of people. They each have different things, and the 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 tzaddik, the person who is praiseworthy, avoids each of those three different things. Yeah. Now let's see what they, now let's see what they all, let's see what they all are. So if you, if you look, for example, let's just, let's do the Malbim first. Because after that introduction that I just gave you, the, the Malbim will be easiest to understand. And then we'll come back. So everyone see where the Malbim is? Are you skipping two sources and going to, to the Malbim in the second um, section. Yeah. So the Malbim says, First, let's explain the difference between the Rishaim and the Chataim. Who are the Rishaim? The Rishaim are the people who willfully sin. It's on purpose. They know it's wrong and they do it anyway on purpose. Those are Rishaim it doesn't matter if the sin that we're talking about is or they know this food is not kosher they know they're not supposed to eat not kosher they go out and buy it and eat it anyway they know you're not supposed to steal they know that whatever we're talking about right now is a form of stealing they go out and they steal it anyway those are willful sinners they know they do it anyway that's Risha'im. And now we can understand why the Risha'im have an Eitzah. What's an Eitzah? An Eitzah is a plan. It's an advice. It's thought out. I know what I'm doing. I make a decision. I'm going to do it anyway. Ki ba Haskala. The Risha'im sin b'eitzah, with advice, Haskala with forethought. That's what the Rishaim are doing. So when we talk about the Rishaim, you don't want to walk in the plans of the Rishaim. You stay away from their plans because the plans are evil. We haven't described what they are in a second, but they don't have an etzad, they don't have a plan. The chataim are not planned out. They don't sin with forethought. Why do chataim sin? Who are the chataim? There's people who sin because of ta'ava, their desire. Something happens in the course of their day, they get taken by desire and they sin. What the It's a hundred percent. Yeah, it's not the Rishayim are worse because the Rishayim they think about it beforehand, they plan it out, they know it's pre-meditated. wrong, premeditate I'm gonna do it anyway. The Chataim are not as bad. The Chataim they're walking. down. see the Rishayim they decide what are we gonna get for dinner? Oh, let's go get uh uh Corky's. You know right? Okay, fine. Right? You see where we come from. What is Corky's? Corky's a barbecue chain in in Tennessee. Right? <laughs> exactly right. Bill Clinton. Oh, oh. Exactly. That's Corky's. Bill Clinton. Clinton, when he was the president, had Corkies delivered to the White House, right? Yeah. So uh, it's very big down in Memphis. If you get, if you ever fly into Memphis, you'll smell it as soon as you get off the plane. There's a Corky's in the airport. My my, you get off the plane, as whoa, what is that? Right? That's just that's how it is. Okay, fine, whatever. So 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 the so there's a, here's the difference. The Rishaim they're like, what should we get for dinner? We know we're not supposed to eat not kosher. Let's go order Corkies, right? You know that's it. Those are the Rishaim. Fourth thought. The Chataim is not that way. The they don't want to, you know, they have no plans, you know, whatever. They're walking down the street like, oh my gosh, that smells amazing, I have to try it. It's not like, you know, uh, thought out or something. They're just taken by, by the desire. So, so the second group, you're asking to stay away from the Ta'ava, from the ithara from the, from the desire. And so, therefore... What does David Amelech say about the, the chataim? He says, chata'im lo amad, kigam lo amad bidarkam. What do you not want to do? Stand on the path of the wicked. What is it that brings the wicked to sin? It's not their forethought. It's not that they planned it in advance like the rishaim. But what brings the the chataim to sin? It's their derech. It's their path. They're going down the road. There's the ta'ava. There's the desire. It's right in front of them. And they fall prey to the desire. So what do you, if you want to avoid that form of sin, what do you want to do? Go down a different road. So, biderech chata'im amad. In the way, in the path of the chata'im, don't stand there. Don't stand in front of uh, Corkies if you don't want to be tempted by the by the by the pork sandwich. Right or whatever the example is. Right. So there's two different things that we've learned so far. One is the the one who wants to be righteous, the one who wants to be ashraish to have this spiritual fulfillment. The first thing is lo halach Stay away from the planning of the wicked, the willful sinners. Don't plan with them. Don't don't listen to their arguments. They have arguments. They'll try to tell you why it's really why it's really okay. Right. Don't listen to their uh, their their arguments it's their logic and their and their reasoning don't don't listen to it yeah Right. Um, Not everybody's hands are clean, but some people's hands are much cleaner than others. And so, you know, don't listen to the people who try to who try to tell you that. Don't don't. Yes. We want to say. Let me finish the sentence. And then and then the second thing is right. Don't walk on the path that you know might lead you to desire. Don't stand right uh, by the by the whatever you know it is that might lead you astray. Exactly right. Exactly correct. And and that's chataim. Right? That's Chataim. The Rishaim would be like, we're going, it's going to be a great time, we're going to have so much fun, all of the debauchery is going to be great. Right? Those are Rishaim. The Chataim are like, eh, let me just walk down the street and see what's what, I'm not going to do anything, you know, let me just, I just want to see, you know, whatever. And then what do you know? Whoa, what do you, what do you know, right? So those are the Chataim, right? So, so, so avoid those two groups. So far we have two groups, there's still a third group left, but you had a question? I was just going to say, so, but the Rishayim, you can come across them like in business. I mean, yeah. they can be very much put on one face, and it seems like the yeah. they are more like Hakuna Matata, whatever goes, whatever. <laughs> yeah. I'm not trying to convince you to join me, but if you want to, right? Um, yeah, yeah and not so, right. And David Amelek is saying, "Don't stand there. Don't don't, like don't, don't, don't." Then. Yeah, it's no, 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 no. Yeah, they, they, they are better than the than the Rishra'in. and we'll come back to that as we get towards the end of the as the we get towards the end of the parak. Now, there's one more group of people that we have here. Umosif leitzim Yashav, Right there, there are the leitzim, right, and they just have a, they have a moshav, and you don't want to sit there. So who are the leitzim? Halitzim him yoshve karanios. The leitzim, they're the guys who sit on the street corners. You don't really have these guys in Efrat, but when I used to live in Washington Heights, you had these guys all over the place. Every street corner had Moshav Leitzim, Guys who just sit on the street corners. What are, what are they doing there? What are they, what are they doing? Einam Poa Limra, Aval Yasutov. They're not doing anything. They're not doing anything bad. They're also not being productive. They're just sitting on the street corners, right? Rock, Rodfim Ruach, Vehevel, Ve They're just it's nonsense. They're just doing nonsense all day. They're just sitting there doing nonsense. They're not doing anything good. They're not necessarily doing anything bad. But what are you trying to do here? What do you want to avoid? What do they have? Well, first of all, what do they have? They have a moshav. You sit around. You do nothing. You just sit around. And so, no. if you want to be ashray, you want to have spiritual fulfillment, uve moshav leitzim lo yashav. You can't sit there. You cannot sit in that, in that moshav. Yeah? So, we've got three groups in descending order of badness. Can I say it like that? Right, right, meaning that that you have the the worst group of people who are the Rishayim. You want to avoid their etzah, avoid their plans, their plots. Don't, 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 don't get drawn in by their reasoning, their logic, their thinking. Stay away from that. You have the Chataim. They get drawn by desire. And David Melech says, Don't stand where they stand. They get drawn in by desire because they're near desire. Just, Just don't stand there. Go somewhere else. And you'll 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 be able to avoid the second category of sin, and then you have the moshev leitzim. They don't do anything. They don't do anything. But you want to avoid that too. You don't want to be you don't want to be wasting your time like that. So the moshev leitzim lo yashav. Right? Don't sit in the in the in the moshev in the Moshav leitzim. Good. Now, um, let's let's move to the next pasuk. Right? Okay. Fine. Ki im but instead of that, I meaning those are the things that you avoid, right? And now you actually have to do something. In the Torah of God, you should desire and you should study your Torah day and night. If you look in the Radak, you read something very lovely. The Radak writes, Velo asatov. In the beginning, the first pasuk that we learned, it told us that you want to achieve this spiritual fulfillment. The first thing that you have to do is sur me raj, do no harm. Is that Google? Do no harm. Do no evil. What's what's their? Uh, it's one of those. It's one of the, really okay. That it's one of those. No what? No 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 no. Google's like they're like you know. Um, slogan mantra whatever the way that they operate their first number th- is thing it's it's like do no harm or do no evil it's something like that maybe i just made that up everyone's looking at me like i'm crazy i probably just made that up whatever what well, th- doesn't 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 matter well somebody look that up for me while i'm still talking okay fine maybe i don't i don't know what i went uh one time when i was teaching in Shalamis high school for girls um uh, we had a staff training in the google offices in in manhattan um, it was really cool, actually. It was. It was a fun experience. It was really cool. And, and I seem to recall that from that uh, from that experience. But maybe I just made that up. It doesn't matter. The point is that the first rule, no, nothing. Okay, fine. Vo- for, uh, doctors. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I definitely know nothing about doctors. <laughs> I, know, I, know, I know nothing about doctors. Okay, good. Right? But yes, that, that's correct. Okay, that's correct. You know, maybe that's where, know, where I got it you know, from. You know, I don't know. What was that? Google Don't be evil. Okay, fine. There you go. Okay, fine. Fine. Doctors are better. I'll give you doctors. Fine. Right? Here's the point. Right? The first thing that we learned, you want to achieve the spiritual fulfillment. Point number one, Sur ra. Don't do bad. So stay away from the Rishayim. Stay away from the Chathayim. Stay away from the Leitzim. But that's not enough. To achieve spiritual fulfillment, it is not enough to just not be evil. You have to actively be good. If you just do no evil, we won't say Ashray. We won't say praiseworthy is this guy who doesn't do evil. We wouldn't say that. After you refrain from doing evil, you have to positively do good. It's not enough to just not do bad. You have to do good. That's why we start off, we say praiseworthy is the man who doesn't do evil. But now what should you do? Okay, so that's what I should not do. But now what should I do? The answer is, you're supposed to desire Torah. What does it mean to desire Torah? This is very interesting. The Radak writes, because you'll notice here that there's, again, two different verbs here when it comes to Torah. Right? There is, That in the Torah of God is my desire. And then second, and In his Torah, he's actively involved day and night. So what is the difference between and You'll also notice that the first time the pasuk says Ki im b'Toras Hashem, in the Torah of God, Kheftso is my desire, and then it says U Torah So, now Torah So that uh, that last uh, Cholam Malay at the end over there is what you call in English a pronoun, right? It means in His Torah. Yeah, <speaking in Hebrew> yeah. Well, whose who's Torah are we talking about? God's. That's what you would have thought, right? Yeah, good. Let's go with that, right? We'll Can see you in a second. What? Maybe it's the Ish, maybe it's the man, exactly right. right. I think you could call that in English a dangling modifier, yes, right? It's, uh, it, can, it, can, it can describe either God or the man, the Ish, who we were talking about before. And, let's keep reading in the Radak, look what he writes. First, Chifetz, desire, includes two things. It includes learning and it includes action. So I learn the laws of brachos, and then when I drink my drink, I actually make a brachos, which I'm not going to do right now because I already did. Huh? isn't it a Torah that doesn't always mean that It could mean like of I don't Part. I think, oh, yeah. yeah, sure. I, th- I think that's fair here. I think that's fair. Yeah, yeah. but the rabbis learn, Batchila nikres Hashem. You see that? This is what Malki said. Yeah? That originally it's called God's Torah. But after we learn it, we study it, we understand it, it becomes our Torah. It's a very beautiful idea. It's like,
1: it's like Yeah, what do you mean? Broochot, yes.
0: Yes. Right. And here Torah is the same way. And that's why first it says, b'torah For in God's Torah is my desire. And what does that mean, desire? It means to learn it and to practice it. And once I learn it and I practice it, b'torah So Then it becomes mine. And now in my Torah, now that it's my Torah, I'm supposed to be involved in it day and night. We'll see what the difference is more still. But that's what the, that's what the Gemara says. What's the translation of Yeh I, I am translating it as to be actively involved. But I'll, I'll show you in a second. You'll see um, that the Radak, right now, for the, the next words, right, what I'm up to, mm-hmm. right, the Radak says, mm-hmm. The thoughts of my. Of my. See, because remember, the Radak said that is to learn and to, to do. Mm-hmm. So now what's left? So the Radak says, is beyond that. is to think about it constantly right so ki imbitora shem cheftzo i learn and i practice the torah ubetora so ye gayom and i'm constantly involved thinking in the, in the Torah. So we already did that in Chepzo. And so what Yege must mean is my, my thought processes. That all day and all night, my my thought process should be on the Torah and the mitzvot. And look what the Radak writes next, because this is very lovely. He quotes from the Midrash, in the very bottom line, right after the ellipses, the very, very end. Can you really do that? Can you really be involved in Torah day and night? Because if you are, when are you going to work? And obviously, you have to work. That's what the Midrash assumes. Right? Otherwise, the question doesn't make sense. So the Midrash is saying, well, when are you going to work? How could you be involved in Torah all day and all night? And so the Radak says, but now that we understand what all of the words mean, it's simple we could say a pusher answer. If we were talking about learning with your mouth, right so then we would say you have to learn whenever you're not doing everything else but if is to learn and to, and to perform and is just to, to think about it So, bittorah, so yehege, yom valayla, all day and all night I should be trying to think about Torah when am I going to work yeah of course I'm going to work and I should be trying to thinking about Torah and mitzvahs right as I go about everything that I do whenever I have time throughout the throughout, throughout the day that's what I'm going to be thinking about right so ki yim, bishores, Hashem, so that's what you're actively, positively trying to do—to to learn Torah, to do mitzvot, and to think about um, God, His Torah, and His mitzvot throughout the whole uh, throughout throughout the whole day. Um, yeah, it's okay. Oh, there is something cute that the Malbim does does add here. It's similar to the Radak. I'm going to read it very fast. Um, but in it, it, like halfway down, he adds something which is which is very very interesting. Um yeah, oh, let's, let's read. It's similar, but he does add something very cute. So it's not enough to just avoid bad. You also have to do good. And don't think that this good that we're talking about is any good. You know, meaning like you decide what's good for yourself. Like the philosophers will decide what's what's good. No, that's not what we mean. Right? Um, there, there is an objective definition of good that we work with. And the objective definition of good that we work with are the commands of the Torah. And it is not just enough that I do good as defined by the Torah, but I have to also do that good because God told me to do it. Do you understand how the, how the Malbim is, is reading the Pasach? He's reading Ki'im bit Hashem chefzo meaning the good that I have to do is a specific kind of good. It's a good that the Torah tells me to do and I have to be doing it because the Torah told me to do it. That's how you achieve spiritual fulfillment. You achieve spiritual fulfillment by doing good. What is the definition of good? We have an objective definition of good. It's not just what I decide is good whatever I think is good. It's good what the Torah tells us is good. And why am I Doing that good. If I want to achieve the spiritual fulfillment, I have to be doing it because this is God's command, not because I think it's good. Even if what I think is good happens to be what the Torah says is good, but I'm doing it because this is what God told me to do. So, for example, you help. Um, you uh, you help. Let's give a an, yeah yeah this is an obvious example. Yeah sure. Right. You help uh, an elderly person cross the street. Right. You know, if you're looking for spiritual fulfillment, why are you helping an elderly person cross the street? No, that will not give you spiritual fulfillment. It will give you a nice check, right? You know, whatever. It's what? It's because God said so, right? It's because God told us to perform chesed. This is a chesed. I can help this person out because God told us to honor the elderly. So I, I assist and I help. It's because God told me to do it. If it. right, If I'm looking for the spiritual fulfillment, it has to be God related. It can't be because I think it's right. If it's because if I think it's right, that doesn't mean it's a bad thing. It might still be a very good thing. It might be good for you. It might be good for society. But if you're looking for the spiritual fulfillment that David HaMelech is seeking in this in this paragraph of Tehillim, it has to be good because God told me to do it. It's got to connect to God. If it doesn't connect to God, it will not bring me to the spiritual fulfillment. That's what the Malbim is suggesting. But then he writes further, and this gets even a little bit more interesting. Um... I said this already yeah because if I'm doing it because I think it's good it's because I think it's good maybe I think I'm going to get some reward from it or whatever it is but it's not because God told me to do it so when we say that my desire is in the Torah of God and we can even divide this up into different categories that the. Reducted. There's completion of iun, learning, study and then there's completion of action and those two categories don't always go together you can learn and study something and never do it. Yes? Right? They, they don't, don't know. What? Yeah, exactly right. Very, very fine example. Except hopefully soon we will. Right? Right? No, but even so, hopefully soon we'll be able to be involved. Right? You know, in, in the process Right? Um, now Now, Saying that the learning part is learning God's Torah. That's what we're doing. It's God's Torah. We are studying it, right? But the truth is that we can never fully grasp it in its entirety. We we, we can study Torah. We can we can grasp sections of it, right? There's always more. There's always more. And there's always more depth that we, we can't study and we can't comprehend. We can only get so much in our study of Torah because it is God's Torah. im Hashem So when it comes to the Torah of God, I have to have my chepetz, my desire, is in the Torah of God. I, I can't fully grasp it. V'dayim Bitorah Hashem It is enough. It is enough. If in the Torah of God I have my desire, my chifetz, because I won't be able to grasp the whole thing, but I desire, and that's what's most important when it comes to the Torah of God. Hagam Even though I won't get the whole thing, I do the best that I can. That, that's my desire. That's what God wants. But our actions, that's Torah haAdam. That is that is our. Torah, what, what we do. What we do and what we don't do. That we can perfect. That, that, we can, that we can grasp fully. And that's what's called my Torah. Remember we saw before a different interpretation in the Radak that at first it says In God's Torah, that's where I have my chifetz, my desire. But in my Torah, Bitora so, what I do, what I don't do, my actions, things I I do and I avoid, yega yoman valaila. I have to be on top of that day and night, day and night. Completion, fullness. Not just chiftso, not just I desire to do good, but oops, I did bad. When it comes to my actions, bitora so, my actions, yom yoman valaila. I have to be on top of it. Day day and night. Does everybody see how the how the Malam in the Sands is different than the Radak. It's similar, but it's but it's different. And when, when we do that, when we do that, we will be, or this tzaddik will be, So he will be like a tree, planted by streams of water, planted by streams of water, whose uh, fruit is given in the appropriate time, and its leaves do not wither, and everything that he does is successful. Yeah? We so here, not This is Yatsliyach, it's not Osha. Yes, we'll see, we'll see in a second. Very, very excellent. Right? There's a lot here. So, if we, again, if we were just reading, if we were just reading, we would say, right, what does this guy get? He gets success, right? And this is an analogy. It's like a tree. He's planted on water. He gives fruit, right? He's, he's successful. But we don't read like that because that's not how we read. And so we'll just, we'll, we'll, we'll look at this Malbim and the Malbim thinks that there are seven different brachos that the, that the person um, of spiritual fulfillment achieves here in this Pasuk. Seven, seven different, seven different brachos. Who is this? The Radah? The Malbim. The Malbim. The yeah, the, the Malbim. It's, it's before the Radah. Right before the big paragraph, right, right before, yeah, seven different things. Sorry, just yeah, okay. My brain's uh, not so good. It's okay. Neither is mine. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm going to Old Pond tomorrow. Right. Okay. Right. Good. So, so the first thing that, the the Malbim writes is that the guy is going to be like an eights, an eights, like a tree. Mom says that we could have we could have used different kinds of vegetation for this analogy. What is, the, what is the eight? So the Muslim says that there's a difference. I'm not going to read this all inside right now. I apologize. But you could follow along if you want. It's all right here. There's a difference between an eight and an asev. Um, an eight, a tree, and a grass. Let's say grass. Uh, we don't have very much grass around here. Um, you know, so, uh, but, but if you've ever had grass, looking around the room, some of you all didn't you know, necessarily grow up in the hills of Ephrat. And so you might know what grass is, right? But if you have, if you have grass, so grass grows and then it dies. And then if you're lucky... Right? It'll come back. back. It it it, right. It'll come back in the springtime. Right? That's what the grass is. But the grass doesn't give you anything except for the grass and more grass. Exactly right. That's all the grass does. The grass what was that? Food for cattle. Well okay, good. The the grass, right, the Malbim says, it like it's it's almost like it lives to reproduce. That's what it does. Right? It, It it grows, it flowers. Um, it dies, and new grass grows, hopefully, in the next year. That's what grass is. A tree is not that way. A tree has life to itself. A tree lives for an extended period of time, hopefully, right? And not only does it live for an extended period of time, but it also gives you more, right? It, It flowers and gives you fruit. That fruit can give you other fruit. It gives you leaves and shade and maybe medicine, and depending on what kind of tree exactly you're talking about. But the tree has its own life. It doesn't just live to reproduce. It has its own life. So bracha number one that somebody of spiritual fulfillment has is that he's like a tree and not like a grass. There's people who live sadly and they're like grass. What do they achieve and what do they accomplish? I don't know. I'm not sure. They have a whole life and I don't know what happened there. I don't know. Right? That's what the Malabim is saying. So the the person who's who's seeking and finding spiritual fulfillment, point number one, he is ka'itz. He is like like a tree. That's point number one. Point number two, he's keitz shasul. Shasul means to be replanted, not planted, but replanted. Right? When you plant a tree, you don't say shasul. You say natua. Right? It's a tree which is planted. Right? But it's this is shasul. Shasul means to be replanted. So anybody who ever you ever you ever plant a, a tree in your in your backyard, um, most people I imagine, if they're like us and they're planting a tree, you're not planting seeds, right? You're buying a tree that was already planted somewhere. Now, where was it originally planted? What was that?
1: (laughs) In a lab. In a lab, right, right.
0: No, no, but that's exactly the point. And in that original condition, it is not the optimal place for it to grow. They start it there, they begin it there, but that is not the optimal place for it to grow. So you transport it somewhere else where it is better suited for growth. That is an eights shasul, a tree which is replanted, not a tree which is planted, but a tree which is replanted. So it's brought to somewhere where it is better for its growth. So the person of spiritual um, achievement and fulfillment, one, he is an eights. And then second, he will be shasul, replanted. Because this world that we are in right now is not the world which is best suited for spiritual achievement. It is the world where we started off. It's the lab that we begin it. But then the person who achieves is shasul, is replanted, is taken and replanted in the olam haba, in the world which is better uh, better, um, uh, situated, for spiritual achievement and enhancement, and where is he placed? Al palge mayim, by streams of water, streams where he can constantly feel that spirituality, um, you know, washing through, giving him exactly what he needs, exactly when he needs it. Asher piriotaytayn, ah, so that the righteous pir-yo-yitain. This is very interesting. He gives piriot. The Malbim writes that pirio is the possessive, his fruit, right? pirio Piriyo, Haprishhalo. He gives his fruit. What the Malbim writes is that everybody has a specific fruit that we're capable of giving. Everybody has our own abilities, capabilities, and we were placed to give pirio, to give our fruit. And the person who is achieving spiritually, Asher pirio Yitain. He gives... His fruit. He finds his fruit. He finds what it is that he or she can give, and he gives specifically purio, his fruit, right? Um, And he gives it bi'ito. He gives it in its right time, because sometimes somebody finds and gives his fruit, but it's not the right time. Sometimes it's too early, and sometimes it's too late. Sometimes you have something that you can give, but people are not ready to receive it yet. It's too early. Sometimes you find something that you can give, but it's too late. You already missed, uh, you already missed the moment, the opportune time. So the person who's achieving spiritually, he finds his fruit, Asher piryo yitain, he can give his fruit, bi'ito, in its right time, when it's, when it's needed and when it's ready. Next, the Alehu Loyi bowl. What does it mean, Allahibol? It's leaves don't wither. What are its leaves? If the if the if the pre, if the fruit is your specific gift that you can give, it's your, your magnum opus, your, your grand achievement. But you have other things also. We're not just one thing in life. There's other things that we do. That's alehu That's that's the leaves. That's that's everything else. That supports and can enhance the fruit. alehu lo yibo. Right. Everything else that we have. So what else? What else do we have? We have. Uh, if we're tri- striving for spirituality, there's also our physicality. There's also our bodies. It's also important. There's also our parnasa. Because how are you going to get the fruit? You know. You know. We just went this week. Um, uh, we went to help on a farm, and uh, they asked us to, it was a cauliflower um, farm, and they want, we were there on Friday, they wanted to harvest the cauliflower on Sunday, and they were nervous that the sun would dry out the cauliflower between Friday and Sunday, so we went through the farm, it was a very big, important job, we went through the farm, and we covered all of the cauliflower, how do we cover the cauliflower? Not with a blanket, that would have been a lot easier. But with its own leaves, the cauliflower grows these big leaves and we went through the farm and broke the leaves and covered the, the cauliflower with the, with, with the leaves. Those leaves are protecting the, the fruit. They, and, and the same thing with us. If we want to achieve spiritually, we have to take care of ourselves physically and we have to have sustenance and all of the things that we were talking about before that are not the focus of this barak of Tehillim, but they're necessary if we're going to achieve spiritually. And so that's the alehu lo yibo, the leaves don't wither, meaning you have that which you need in order to produce the fruit that you're seeking to produce. V'chol asher yase yatsliach. Now you ask me about yatsliach, right? So if you look at the malam at the very end, v'chol asher yase yatsliach. What does that mean? She ilan asay gam im zaro She chol asher nizra v'natam imenu yiu kamo'u. It's a physical thing, yeah. That that he has, what? yeah, yeah. That he has children, right? So already now we're moving beyond, right, his own achievements to the achievements of the next generation that will follow in his will follow in his path because of his uh, because of his success. Okay, let's try to finish the 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 parak. Um is everything okay? Are you sure? You make me very nervous. right? This is not true of the wicked Kiim kamots asher titfenu ruach, right? But uh, the Risha'im are like the chaff that are chased away by the, by, by the wind. So if you look at the Malm over here, the ma'am the over here writes that, that it's interesting because if you've ever seen grain, which I've never seen, um, but if you know a little <laughs> bit about it, right? The grain grows with the kernels and the chaff, right? And when you have the kernels and the chaff together, The wind does not blow it away. Why? Because it's all connected. But once you break it apart, and now you have the kernels and the chaff, and they're broken, the wind that comes through will blow away the chaff. Does everybody see that? So, what happens to these Rishaim? If the Rishaim can stay connected, you see this? If the Rishaim, they're like the chaff. But if they can stay connected, so long as they can stay somehow connected, with the With the rest, with the kernels, with the Tsadikim, with the good part, the stuff that you want, the wind won't blow them away. but if they get separated, uh, broken, broken apart, if they're on their own, ruach, they'll be driven away like the like the Wiccan and be, uh, like by the wind, like the chaff, and because that's true, because that's true, Al mishpat, the Rishaim will not be able to stand in judgment, why? Because when you come to God in judgment you come alone and so when the Rishayim come alone they're not connected they're not attached then they're blown away by the wind they will not be able to stand in the in in the mishpat the Malbim writes interestingly I'm sorry I'm not gonna read it inside the Malbin writes interestingly that the Rishayim won't be able to stand because who are the Rishayim remember we learned in the beginning the Rishayim are the worst guys the worst guys the guys who willfully sin the Risha'im have no standing in judgment. Nothing to stand on. But, The Chata'im, they're not so bad. Those are the middle guys. Right? The guys who sin because the Yitzharah grabs them. And really, if they came to judgment, God would want to help a brother out. You know, be like, oh, is it? Ah, it was just circumstance. It was, yeah, yeah, Guy got sucked up in the moment. And, you know, God would want to help a brother out. But they're going to have trouble. the Chataim. Why? They're going to have trouble because they're going to try to stand in the aid of the Tzadikim, in the group of the righteous. And when God looks at the righteous, and God's going to say, "Well, this guy also had yetzer hara, and he didn't—he didn't fall for it." So, so the lo rishaim ba mishpat, the rishaim are not going to be able to stand at all. The chataim ba adas tzadikim, the chataim are only going to have problems when they try to get into the group of the tzadikim, key because yodei adonai derech tzadikim, viderech rishaim because God knows. The path of the righteous. God watches the path of the righteous. God cherishes the path of the righteous. And the path of the wicked withers. If you look interestingly in the Metsudos, he writes something here so interesting. He writes, it's in the middle one, the Metsudos. middle one, the Metsudos. God pays closer attention to the path of the Tzadikim. To make sure that they don't fall. But when it comes to the derech rishaim God lets them get lost. Do you understand what the what the mitzudos is saying? It's so fascinating. The mitzudos is saying is if you walk to God's path, you move onto the righteous path. God stays. God comes to your path and he guards your path, and he watches your path, and if you walk to the path of the Rishayim, you veer from God, God, Derech Rishayim, what happens to it? It gets. God says, go ahead, you get lost, I don't care. Go ahead, you get lost. Right? Does everybody understand what he's saying? This this is actually a really deep philosophical point that the Mitsudos is making. Because when I was a kid, I learned that everything in the world God is involved in. That's what I learned when I was a kid. Did you learn that also? the Mitsudos is saying, well, not exactly the same. It's not always the same. That the more that you walk with God, the more God walks with you. And the more that you avoid God, the more God avoids you. Is that okay that I just said that? I hope I didn't just shatter anybody's, like, worldview or belief systems. But that's what the, that's what the Mitsudos is saying here. Yeah, quickly, quickly. But they also say, like, the, what, the, what, the path that you want to go, he will push you or he will let you go mm-hmm. that way. mm-hmm. Right. It's not and like and what the so much I Right. You, right. If that's the way you want to go, then, right. then I'm just going and, and what and the, what the way that the Mitsudos would say that, right, is he would say, if I desire to be with God, God will come to be with me. If I walk away from God, God will let me walk away from him. That's the way the Mitsudos would say. Not necessarily that he'll but well, maybe even he'll push me, maybe even, maybe even. Right? But but the point is that when God pushes me, then what happens? Happenstance 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 is a real thing The saying it's a real thing the happenstance and what is that real thing it's when I am not with God when I'm with God God comes and there is no happenstance everything is is direct hand of God he's watching he's checking but that's only when I'm all the way over here with God but if I walk away from God then God's like okay fine you you do it go ahead let's see what happens happenstance not necessarily that God will strike me but happenstance right that's what the Mitzudos is saying. And that's why he says that that the Talem says Derek Toveid, that the way of the wicked will be lost. Natural occurrence. Consequence. You walk away from God, you'll get lost. That's what you're gonna do. Consequence. Natural occurrence. Right, that's that's how it is. Okay, um, the last midrash that I gave you here is so fascinating. I'm not going to read it right now because I'm already over time. And I apologize, but it is really interesting. If you want to look at it, the last midrash over here says that this paragraph of Tehillim is the Tehillim that Noah said when he was on the teva. Now I I, I, I just said that in an overly um, dramatized way. No, it is not the paragraph of Tehillim that Noah said on the teva. It's a paragraph David HaMelech said thinking about Noah on the teva. Right? It's a it's a it's a, a parak of Tehillim when everything around you is all wicked. Right? And 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 you're trying to find a way out. When the world is all dark and, and you're not sure what to do, this is your rumination. Your rumination is I gotta stay on the path of the righteous. Stay off of the path of the wicked. And and the success will come to you afterwards. But this is Noach's tehillim according to according to this Madrash uh, according to this midrash at the end. So let's quickly review and hopefully we, we added depth to our understanding. But here's what we've got again, like we said in the beginning. This paragraph of tehillim is about achieving spiritual fulfillment. And I achieve spiritual fulfillment by avoiding evil, by doing good, which hopefully will enable me to find my own personal gifts that I can give and will lead me to being replanted in the Olam Haba, to be able to stand in front of God in judgment and to be able to walk throughout my whole life with God by my side because as I walk down God's path, God comes to walk with me. That's Tehillim Perak Aleph. Let's say the to him together, everybody ready? Ashre ha e shasher lo halach patasu shaim, ubidere chataim lo amad, uvamoshav laitim lo yashav, kiim bisura sadonoi chetzo, ubisura so yege, yo mumva laila, vahayoka eats shasula maim, asher pio yetain biito vi ole lo yibo, vihol asher yase yatsliach lo kane ari shayim ki im kamoetz ruach al kane Loya yakum rishim ba mishpat ve chatayim ba'ad satdikim ki yode yadonai derech satdikim ve shayim tovein, achinu kobesi be sitonot ba tsarev ve sheviyam domde bein bayam ve bein Hamakomi rahim kumi achim alehem vi tsimi tzarali ve cha mefilali ora mi shibligula hashtava amen